Hey guys, this is Ron. Do you like movies? Hey guys, this is Ragnar. Do you like alcohol? Hey guys, this is Stu. Do you like punishments? Hey guys, this is Chase. You want to hear me get alcohol poisoning? Hey guys, this is Lenny. Ever wonder what a spicy boner is? If so, come on down to Barrel H Flicks and give us a listen. This show is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to the Deluxe Edition Network.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Deluxe Edition. I am your host, Casey Shearer. Joining me, as always, Ray, the podcaster. How are we doing today, Casey? Good, Ray. How are you, brother? Fantastic. Good, man. We're going to get right into this episode. Uh, Hopefully, a lot of people will learn about vintage clothing today. Uh, We talked to a good friend of mine that I've known since uh, grade school. James Wolf, better known as Arsenio Hall on Instagram, H A U L. But before that little chat, let's just do the plugs quick. You can find all of our previous shows over at deluxeedition.show. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Deluxe Edition Pod. You could support the show by going to whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash deluxe dash edition or go to uh, our YouTube channel and join our channel there. I think it's $7 a month and uh, I'll send you the shows immediately uh, as soon as we're done recording. You could go to Patreon to support the show as well. Patreon.com slash deluxe edition pod. And make sure you go over to the Deluxe Edition Network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. And uh, the podcast of the month this month is Horsing Around. My friends over at the Red Horse Hair Salon in Temple, Pennsylvania. It's like uh, going in to get your hair cut and uh, just chatting with a bunch of your friends. They're hilarious. Definitely check them out. Ray, your plugs, please. I am the host of Tencent Beer Night Podcast. You can find me on Instagram, wasting my time making posts, or Facebook. And uh, if you want to support that show, you can go to Public and buy some of my T-shirts, or a coffee mug, or a pillow. Absolutely. Yeah, Ray's got a mm-hmm. bunch of uh, cool stuff, and the T-shirts are very comfortable. Check it out. Before we get into the show, I am going to let everyone know that Turnpike James was having some technical difficulties with his microphone. Uh, It was a little glitchy. I'm going to do my best at editing. As we're recording this right now, it hasn't been done yet, so I can't say how it will turn (laughs) out, but I'm going to do my best, so uh, I'll just leave it at that. If if it doesn't turn out good, then we'll just re-record it, and then I'll say all his parts in his voice. So that it's all nice and clean. Perfect. All right. Perfect. <laughs> all right. Here is our chat with Arsenio Hall. Hey Hey There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm what ready. am I calling you today? I don't fucking care. It's your podcast. You call what? Gonna use it for your regular shit, right? Yeah. Are you are you getting that like jump on your end, Ray? Yeah, he's jumping. I don't know what it is, but I don't know what it is either. That mean is that like fancy podcast talk for strong? 
Yeah, it's fancy talk for uh, you. You look like Max Headroom. A little bit of a glitch thing happening. Yeah, it's a little uh, a little glitchy. So uh, we'll have to work around that. But uh, thank you for joining us, buddy. It's uh, it's good to see you. So before we started here, you told me that you you had some rituals that you were you were doing. What tell me? Your, tell us about your rituals. Your podcasting rituals. They're not like podcasting rituals, just daily rituals. It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't, uh, since I closed the shop, kind of like worn in a path in my house, you know, like through the kitchen, stand in the, the dining room, out back, smoke a cigarette, come back in, put your phone on the charger. So that was it pretty much. Me saying doing is just a fancy way for me saying, let me smoke three cigarettes in the time that someone, someone who's maybe smoke one pretty much that's all so uh you mentioned your shop you had a shop a vintage shop before covid happened you had yeah, uh and for short was... time like in the beginning too that shit sucked void vintage i've yeah. always been kind of curious about this myself like we're, we've been friends since high school and grade school and all that stuff but we never really when we hang out we just like fucking shoot the shit and bullshit and make fun of each other and make fun of fucking other people but like we never actually talk about personal shit how did you get into the vintage game the vintage game it's so funny to hear people say that honestly because it looked super and then i started doing it and it was pity thing to say but i didn't want to work a real job you know so i had quit my real job after working there like 10 year, years because, you know, the day I went in, I was like, this shit sucks. It is the worst. I do not want to work for someone. And it just made me feel like shitty at myself. So I quit that. And, but right b- before I quit that for a year or two during my work, I would fucking drive around was supposed to be working and hit thrift stores and like buy tons of shit. And I was like, ah, 2012, 13. 14 like that so i would say income with shit i found while i was working by like listing it on ebay and then it was like well if i do this all the time i won't have to have a real job you know so i figured out how to be able to shop for a living it's fucking crazy because i love shopping i don't i don't know why i just like doing it my mom was always like a big shopper and i hated being out but when I grew up, it was fun. This makes you feel good buying junk on need, you know. But then it's like like a hack because you can sell it. And you're like, wait, I can buy this shit and then sell it for, oh, my God, it's amazing. So <laughs> it was like in the beginning, it was just like super. There, of course, there's always been like people, but there were a lot less people than now, like brought out everybody, you know, because nobody was working and everybody needed money. But uh yeah, it was super easy. And I just like knew what I was looking for. And no one was really buying like 90s t-shirts and 80s t-shirts at the thrift. And if they were, they weren't them all, you know, I trucked around for a couple of years. You were in my store. There was a lot of shit in that little, like so much shit. So I just amassed enough shit that I was like, yeah, let's open a store. It's the worst I ever. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> you think you're going to be good at something just because you want to do it, you know? And it, it was not something I was very good at. Kind of like podcasting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I watched some of your stuff. I don't, I, 
I'm not as good as you, but that, that doesn't make it more entertaining. So, so not Ray, just Casey. I'm just talking to Casey here. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. Um, it was a really easy thing to do, and you could find shit for a dollar and sell it for a hundred. You know, like, like, what did we used to do? We used to do that with other stuff that would get us in trouble. So now <laughs> you don't have to. It's like, it's perfect. I came from like a bag of wanting to take something for a little money and make it money. So it was pretty good, you know, but now that shit sucks. Everyone's doing it. And I just list online, close my shop and I'm happier for it. So. Well, how, like, where did you learn about the shit? Like, cause you, I remember you're like, because with me traveling you're always like look for old shirts i'm like well what am i looking for single stitch everything has to be single stitch <laughs> so funny that was years ago now everything's changed you can have garbage now it's so funny because like you know fashion is weird like it changes so rapidly and it changes with like the kids who are buying it most the quickly it's like adults you know what i'm sure your fashion hasn't changed changed in 20 years you're an adult you don't really care but things move so fast so now the big thing is like y2k and it's all like the younger people and they want like y2k vintage which is like shit that came out like after we were in high school it doesn't make doesn't yeah. make any but you know it just goes with the generations they're they want shit 20 years older so when they're 20 or 25 they want garbage t-shirts with carp spongebob that they watch five you know like we never watch that shit it's funny to see like SpongeBob t-shirts selling for $75, 80, $100 depending on how, on how old they are. It's like it's SpongeBob, who, you know, you know, who wants that? You mainly would find your stuff like at where? Like flea markets, uh Goodwills, stuff like that to start. Yeah. Yeah, right? totally. It was the best cuz I was getting up so early a job that I hated and then all of a sudden not getting up at the same time to go to flea markets and auctions and like estate state sales and sales and like it's just so much better. It's like uh, a better feeling, you know. You're like hunting shit and getting over on people. It's that that part I enjoy too, like the competitive aspect, because like, I was the only one buying the shit out. There's a lot of people looking for. I don't just buy clothing. It's like toys and you know, 80s, 90s, or older collectibles and shit like that. Ooh, it's not a secret, right? But uh, yeah, that's that's it. Yard sales, flea markets, thrift stores, and then. Any person who would take my phone number, I would give my I'll give my phone number to anyone get because I'm sure got some old T-shirts, right? Right? Like everyone got them, you know. Yeah, everybody's got them. It's kind of like cassettes too. Like uh, I got a t- shit ton of cassettes. Do you? And I start going through some of them. Like I wonder what this is worth now. And, and some of them things can sell for like seventy five fucking dollars. Yeah. For a it's cassette, crazy, crazy. So easy to look up too. They have like yeah. a scan on the back. You could just hit the <laughs> camera thing on eBay. It's great. That's another thing I wanted to ask you. So, like, we're gonna be all over the place here, as we are on this show. But like, <laughs> so you said that about eBay selling stuff on eBay. So, like, if you buy something, let's say you buy, um, I don't know, like an old, like a rare old uh, Grateful Dead T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And you go and you want to sell that on eBay, but you're the only like there. You can't find another one like it. So that's like, how called, do you come in up the, in the industry? That's called a comp, you know, just a comparable listing, it's like a car or whatever. But um, you just make it up or you auction it 
and you let whoever wants to buy it decide. Like that's what I prefer to do because you can go on eBay and see two thousand Grateful Dead shirts. Like no one's buying that shit. You know, like that's offend a real Grateful Dead fan who would want that shirt for a sentimental reason. Like that price point is ridiculous. So, but there, you know, you either do it long enough to be able to bullshit your price to people who think what you find is cool, or you just let the market figure it out. So that's like part of it too. You have to like do it long enough and be cool enough and good enough, good enough at to make people believe you know and it's like any job it's not like you're trying to sell them something fake but like you know some other more popular popular vendors with shop like la or new york city city can take t-shirt that i would sell for 30 and sell it for 150 because of their market you know it's like where they are so and not only that just like who they are importantly you know there's a lot of like who they are's in vintage which is cool like people want to buy from big name people because they trust them and they're good at it. They've been doing it for a while. But then there's also like all these fucking eight year old kids like trying to trying to sell the same shit and paints it a little bit and ruins kind of. Right. It doesn't happen so much with like tapes and stuff. I just see like old heads still trading them a lot. Like sell a lot of music. I'm not like good at it, but it's easy to find and it's easy to look look up, you know, and it's it's easy to sell like so many people want a fucking Genesis tape, even though it's 15 bucks, you know? So what are some, what is, <laughs> what's like the most popular stuff right now? Like the, as far as vintage, what, like the, that you're noticing, like, uh, like the most popular stuff that's going right now. Clothing wise, there's like a weird, like what they call true vintage. It's like all these people who don't do any hard work. They want this like work was like either worn to work in mines or found in a mine. You know, the the older the better. Like, like they have this denim festival where they sold the the oldest pair of Levi's. Right, they were from like the eighteen hundreds and they were found mine and they went for like seventy six at an auction. It's like you care them, you know. At that point, it's like the boy seventy six thousand dollars. Yeah, and then with like auction juice or whatever, it was like ninety grand, you know, because you got to pay like the premium and buyer's premium and shit like that. But yeah, for the it was the oldest pair of Levi's to get sold, and then I mean, you know, we were like making jokes about it for a while, but <laughs> it's uh, there's like a, a weird thing. The older denim, they want short coats, they want like shit people worked in and got paid like a quarter an hour, an hour, you no, know? and it's like these old Levi's chore coats from the forties. It's like, you find one of them, you just made two grand. What? Pretty. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Well, that's funny. Did you, have you seen that new show? The bear it's called or the restaurant one. one. Yeah. The restaurant one. Yeah. Yeah. He's wearing some vintage in that. And that's that's part of his gimmick. Like that's how he's making money on the side. He's selling like old vintage jackets, jean jackets. Yeah. Yeah. So there was like, I think the person who like provided the insight I know through Instagram too. It's like, cause really, yeah, it's all like New York city show, shit, you know, vintage weird, but that was pretty funny. You see how quickly, like in that show, it makes no sense for him to do that. You yeah. know, but it's just like that generation. It's kind of cool. I, I don't know. I mean, I never thought that we'd be like telling our old shit at buy 
it, it didn't seem like that would be our reality when we were working as a young person. Now they just make it so easy, but now it's getting more difficult. They're doing this weird thing where they're like requiring licensing, which makes no sense. But but like these broad stroke bunnies, so 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 like whoever is like fucking Garfield, you know, their team of lawyers will put a thing across a selling platform, say like like Depop or whatever, and they'll be like. You can't sell stuff unless you get agreement from the license holders. So it's like they want you to like get an agreement from fucking whoever owns the Simpsons to sell a Simpsons t-shirt. It's oh, so they're yeah. kind of like freezing <laughs> things out right now, right now, and it's getting a little weird. Every big old brand is selling vintage now. Like Polo has their own section old clothing that they fucking from us sell. You know. Right. Well, yeah, like Target. Target has a section where, like, of like shirts that look vintage. Like, I bought one last week. It was a Led Zeppelin shirt. And the only, like, I usually never buy that stuff. But the only reason I I bought it was because it had my birthday was the date at the bottom. The show date. They sucked you right in, man. They got your your $12.99, you and a bunch of other people. So quick. Um, so you mentioned, uh, like celebrity, like, let me the, ask, sorry, let me ask, do you, ask, do you like it? Have you worn it yet? Yeah, I wore, I wore it on the show. Like I Did buy you... shirts, t-shirt. I have to fucking, we, Ray and I were talking about this on the last episode. I try to wear a new t-shirt every show. So like, I have to, I got this from a, a good friend of mine. I didn't. I didn't even notice. That's a great one. I should have sent one for what do you got on a Browns jersey? Yeah, I got my Browns jersey on okay. today. All right. Yeah, Ray lives in Cleveland. I should have put my Ray Lewis, my Ray Lewis on. <laughs> Are you the guy who's got the white suit covered in blood? Well, oh my goodness. I don't have that one, but I wish I did. Holy cow. I'm just a Ravens fan. <laughs> At least you're not a fan. We could both say that. That's that, that's man. true. <laughs> is that a thing is that missing does someone have that so as the story goes outside of a bar on a night when ray lewis was wearing a all-white suit someone in his entourage who's strong enough to gut a man from dick to chin <laughs> murdered a man outside of a bar uh one of ray lewis's friends took the blame for this but I believe at trial, they said that man is not strong enough to cut the dude as deep and as hard as he was cut. And everybody wants to know, uh, Mr. Lewis, what happened to your white suit from that night? It's just fucking gone. It's fucking gone. Never be seen again. The key piece of evidence. <laughs> yeah. Cut from balls to chin. Yep. Jesus yeah, I don't, have, I don't have that one. I don't have that one. I, I bet I you could make a fortune on that, though. Actually, actually, wait, give me one second. I might have, I might have that one. (laughs) I saw it here the other day and I was like, yo, why do I even have this? I wonder who has uh, the glove, OJ's glove. Oh, that's a good one too. That's probably, I guess, locked up in evidence somewhere, right? Yeah. There's a lot of cool things that uh, you could probably sell if you could just get your hands on them. Oh, yeah. I imagine some of the guests that we have talked to have some pretty cool memorabilia. Like, uh, I was just watching uh, Two Bears, One Cave with uh, Tom and Bert. Yep. 
and they always buy each other weird shit for their birthdays. So Tom just bought Bert Hitler's teacup for his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. Here. Oh, Ah, there it is. Yeah, I got it. I knew I had it there. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, I found this at a yard sale, right? but it's on like a it's on like an old seventies tag and it's like a seventies t shirt and someone clearly like splashed blood all over it for their costume or whatever. Yeah. And but for me, I'm like, oh that's fucking I can bully somebody and be like, that's an art tee. You know? Yeah. It's like it goes back to like whoever you pretend you are and believe it, you know, they'll buy whatever, whatever but you say, I'm sure you guys had like some of the craziest merch guests on and you didn't even know it. Like, Oh yeah. Ed Begley probably got some cool shit. Oh, hell yeah. Well, we were, uh, we talked to, well, Mark, he's like but... green. He's kind of a nerd. He don't, he probably doesn't have the stuff. Right. Um, well, as far as he that, he need, probably need like, cause a lot of the, like I've seen, you've had, jackets and stuff like that from uh like tv shows that they give like the well, like casting the crew. crew stuff yeah mm. so like as far as ed he probably has all of that stuff yet because he's not throwing <laughs> anything away really yeah unless <laughs> he can keep... recycle it maybe that yeah. maybe that's it it's in, it's insulation in his wall of his casting <laughs> crew memorabilia i'll always follow auctions but the last good auction was um Son of a bitch. Who the hell was it? It was a really famous comedian Ian, who died and he had every single t-shirt from everything and they all oh, got off. It wasn't good. It was like someone before him. God damn it. Gilbert I can't had remember. a ton of stuff too. Yeah. The Gilbert auction. I don't know if the Gilbert auction happened or not. I'll send you the video. My friend Perry did a bunch of merch for him for his tours and went like interviewed him at his apartment and gave him like a gift and shit and was trying to get him to like give t-shirts. I know he got a bunch of cool ones like direct Gilbert that day. He had had a lot of a lot of stuff. But uh an auction and I was following it and everything went everything went high. It was just like groups of t-shirts that you know, I I can't remember who it was. It was a he was on a bunch of television show shows. But you should ask, ask that. You should try to get a, a cool piece of memorabilia from each make them pay up. <laughs> make Put the guests up. pay up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not mm-hmm. in like money or anything, just memories and valuables. <laughs> Vintage stuff. <laughs> I remember uh, on the first time, the very first time that we talked to Mark Singer um, way back when, um, he showed us it was a pistol, like one of the laser pistols that they used on V, the television show from back in the 80s. Uh, he told us he took that from the set. Stole it? Uh, uh, probably. Nah, I just borrowed it. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty cool. Is it, So is the hat you're wearing right now a vintage hat? Because the Redding, I know that's a Redding Phillies hat, but they're not called the Redding Phillies anymore. They're the Fighting no. Phillies. This one is uh, one is um I, I, some guy was having a yard sale or he was at a flea market or something and you can and you can always tell that like normies and they're not like they're not like flea market professionals and he had a ton of Reading Philly stuff and uh, he worked for them and they were like player hats so, mm. so it was like a player issue I got I got like six of them that I rotate through now but it's cool because a bunch of them are steamed different ways because you know like the players like want their hats like straight mm-hmm. and shit. 
then they have like numbers and names on the inside, but this one, this one doesn't, I don't think. But yeah, cool. going back to something you mentioned earlier about like uh, haggling with uh, the people, like people, you know, buying stuff. And I've been to a couple of flea markets where you and I have set up together at flea markets, and that, and is, the, that. that is like one of the best <laughs> times ever. Is just fucking watching you deal with the people. You think so? You enjoy that? I love it, man. It's the best. They all give you a quarter for something you want a dollar. It's the worst. It's, it's like, <laughs> depends on what flea market you at and how much garbage you actually have. That was fun, though. I remember me and you made a couple hundred bucks in like two yeah. or three hours. Get the hell out. Hell yeah. Get stoned <laughs> as hell at fucking four in the morning. Get set right. up. <laughs> it's, it's not um, something I, I really enjoy doing until I'm like, do they do, you know, the idea of like, Having a shop and then selling, selling at a flea market. Well, this is my life's become. Yeah, <laughs> I just try to get a habit and sell like maybe once or twice a year. So I'm not like relegated to just being that old dirty flea market guy, you know. Do you ever see the guys at the flea market? Because, you know, everybody gets there early and they set up. And then they all just go around and buy each other's shit and then take it oh, back oh, to yeah. their place and sell it for more. Yeah, it's like like a whole ecosystem there. And the earlier you get there, the more like it's so funny. The guy's lamps, you know, and then they'll park their car at their spot and go whoever's open and then set up their own shit. Like they know the different wave. It's like that the buyers who come later are willing to spend 25, maybe, <laughs> you know, so a guy will get it for five from and put it right on his table. I see that all. I remember a couple times like setting up real early the Leesport Farmers Market. It's like place near where we, near where we grew up, right? But like guy, like you said, guys will fucking come around before it's even light out and before the you know the market's even open, shining the flashlight in your car. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, get the fuck out of here! Come back when it's light out. I'm not open yet. It's it's so weird. Like. I try not to do that, but sometimes it just like takes over you, it's over you, because you'll see like someone, someone else at the corner of your eye, knowing who they are, wanting to buy what you want to buy. You know, <laughs> it can be competitive like that. And the other weekly market, these two older ladies were ladies were having a hard time. The one was with a cane, and she was like fat as shit. So. <laughs> hope she doesn't hear this but <laughs> she probably knows she's fat she was having a lot of trouble i i ended up tying her shoe for right later in the story but wait so it's like it's like 7 a.m on the nose it's like 30 30 fucking degree and they got like two cars backed ass to ass and they're trying to like unload all these trash bags onto these like shitty tarps they have and i see on the tarps that there's like a couple things that i would probably buy so i like slick up and they're like you know very keen on me like helping pull the bags out and which never happens most of the people are annoyed they're like get the fuck away you know <laughs> let me at least set up it up but those ladies were like old and not professional so i ended up them dump everything i felt like a felt like a scum bought like some crazy shit and i made like a shitload of money and then the next week they were like I left them my phone number because I'm always, I'm like, they're like, we have a lot more, more stuff. And that's, you know, if I hear that, I, 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 me smelling blood, basically. basically. So they call me and they're like, we're going to be at the flea market. We got two more car loads. And I was like, you know what? Let's just save us all the trouble. I'll just come buy it. Come buy it all right now. I bought both car load loads, like, <laughs> and it was so much garbage. There's so much shit on my back, like, like on my back, my back patty sorted it all. 
threw away and donated what was like uh salvageable that i didn't want and then got like a couple of things a couple of dead shirts some bullshit i got in pieces of clo- clothing that i don't just because i was like too much of an asshole to wait to see at the flea market you know it's so addicting you want to like buy as much as you can when you buy a <laughs> yeah. load like that and you like it is mostly garbage what do you, what do you do with it? you just <laughs> donate it right back yeah especially actually because i like don't really thrift around here as much anymore because it sucks so everything that like sucks so so bad i'll get to the thrift that i know is the busiest that everyone thrifts at and i'm like if you have to if i have to look through this garbage you guys do this do too you know (laughs) (laughs) hateful eh? but i try not to throw the shit away i'll just redonate it sure well like going back to the flea market scene there's like there's a distinct difference in people who are like trying to clear out like a garage or whatever like maybe those people like they had like like maybe they just cleaned out a garage and they just had all that shit and they just dumped it on a tarp and then there's people there like that's their living like that's what they do every week they're there they have like a store that they come and set up every single week and like some of them i've most of them i feel really bad for because there's no fucking way that they're making i mean decent living doing that (laughs) You can't add for them. They're choosing choosing to do that. You know, like elaborate some of the setups I, I seek at like shitty dirt mall flea market. You know, it's the same people for the most part, and you never get anything good from the, from those. You're always hoping for the, the person just cleaning out their garage who's like, like "Dad died, and I don't want all this shit. I'll take a dollar." You know, right. and that's, that's that's how I pay my mortgage. It's like. <laughs> kind of a way but like you gotta you gotta gain the knowledge like so it took me time to like gain the knowledge it's not like i'll just buy anything for a fucking dollar but it sure. seems that way seems that way lately <laughs> <laughs> as you well, can like, tell as you can see you can see you got a shirt covered in fucking blood for no reason reason you know <laughs> yeah but like the scene has like i remember when you first got into it like the scene has changed so much since you started like there's so many yeah. or maybe it's maybe maybe though it's just because i didn't know that it was a thing i guess before you were into it but like all the different like meme pages and like which we're going to get into what like, different meme meme pages only one well, all meme the, page all page the ones I that are copying you <laughs> i wouldn't say they're copying there's like a couple different iterations you can only do so much when your niche when your content is so niche you know it's like copying isn't ring anymore everyone's fucking copying each other like just because i saw i saw someone's meme and i put the word thrift over a different word in it like it's not like it's like it's not like i think i'm like writing some amazing amazing comedy it's just like finding the opportunities where you like snipe some easily because i'm not trying i i I don't want to sound shitty here, but I'm I'm like not trying to work hard at stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I've no, known like, I've like, known you for a fucking thirty years or longer. We, I know that. I just don't. I don't want to work hard, you know. So <laughs> I'll like uh, try to work a little mentally harder, but it's not like a hard thing to do. There's no not a lot of other meme pages that. Anyone who's like good will each other because if it's funny, you're like shit. They got like four thousand likes on that shit. Let me just copy it, kind of. 
make it, right. you know, just like lean it towards my narrative a little bit for the best outcome. You and I were talking about meme pages before. There's one fuck Jerry that I follow. You were telling me they have like a whole team of people. Like a, it's like a corporation of people work like doing that shit, right? Yeah, that's like a company whole entire thing. I mean, they have what like multi followers, you know? They're oh like, yeah. Fun. It's like a meme farm, pretty much. You just find like anything funny. I, I don't necessarily know exactly how many, how many employees or people are in fairy, but it's a fucking lot. It's not like it's one nerd sitting in his room making jokes, you know? Right. You have to be connected in a way on social media. You can't really like blow up. It doesn't work, work like that, you know? I mean, you know, it's like how many times have you posted and got fucking nine likes? It's just like, <laughs> or I'm, zero not being, being, like. Damn. I'm not being a dick. It's just like the pool is so full. Like the saturation is so, is like what makes you stand out. And then when you do, people are like, look at this fucking guy doing something stupid. You know, it's like, <laughs> what do you want? You don't like shit. You know, you got to stir the pot a little bit, but. It does get kind of futile posting for same nine fucking people giving pity likes when you want to like do stuff and you know create stuff. It becomes the, annoying. The the biggest problem with that is the only reason that only nine likes. You know, like we got thousands of followers, and Facebook will let us know generously. Hey, your post was seen by fifteen people, mm-hmm. but it could have been seen by twenty thousand if you gave us some cash. Right, they want you to sub right, but, right now. It's and crazy, it's, and it's like, but wait a minute! I have all these people who already like me that want to see it, but you're not letting them see it unless I give you money. That don't make yeah. no sense. It's like that. I'm not. It's like that with eBay now too. For, for a substitute fee when you post, you can promote your your post for like 11 percent of the sale, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? You're already getting 13 percent, and it's like that with social media too. You have to. If you have a narrative that you want to push that you think you can make money off money off of, you ain't it for free. You know, that's yeah. just that's just not work like that. Instagram was great because when I started selling vintage, I was selling this shit on Instagram and people would, you know, you would you would just hashtag it mm-hmm. vintage of uh, vintage and back in 2014, people were using hashtags. People don't use those things anymore. You could follow tags now, but it's not like Social media was different. It was like there was more like search engine capability of like, you know, you could find shit you wanted to find. Now it's like you can't even open it without a video playing at max volume, right? which I hate. It's like I, I don't even go on like the Instagram feed anymore. I don't see anyone's, anyone's shit that I eat that, that they post because I used to deal with like having it be eight videos in a row, like row, like choose if I want you to play a volume at me, you know, I don't right. want it to be like right away. It's like that TikTok thing. Do you, are you guys post TikTok too or no? no. I have TikTok. Yeah. I yeah, don't, we'll, I don't monk me with that. No. Deluxe yeah, edition has a TikTok. You don't, you don't really use it or you kind of occasionally use it? I'll post like, um, Casey, Casey on TikTok. It yeah. Well, it's it's deluxe edition. We have a, a okay, TikTok okay. for this, and like for the for the podcast, we we can do like thirty second clips that I'll post on Instagram mm-hmm. and and, uh, and you just you just TikTok ship and, it to everywhere. 
Facebook, yeah. Instagram. Actually, Instagram, fucking TikTok. the one TikTok that I posted on there, like I don't, I wouldn't say it blew up, but it got like more fucking likes and listens mm-hmm. than a lot of other shit that I ever posted. And it was when Ray and I, uh, our guest didn't show up a couple weeks ago, and we talked about uh, like us doing drugs and the wild times that we've had. And it was a story that I told about taking mushrooms at a Bob Dylan concert. And like, <laughs> I, I, I listened to that one. <laughs> <laughs> those are the ones i ones i like i, I don't to, J, to jb jb slacker i don't uh, offend that guy but i but i don't <laughs> talk to him like when you guys talk to each other those are the funny podcasts <laughs> a lot of really good feedback on uh on our chats on your band on your i know i got up to find that t on that t-shirt and immediately came alive mm-hmm. i should just let him go for the rest of the thing these poor guys <laughs> poor guys sitting through me hacking through a conversation they all they want to do is talk about cool stuff they already know <laughs> you know how long it takes to write this show every week you know our writers are in a, a room for hours on end coming up with this shit oh man oh, jay leno could never right <laughs> yeah that's so funny <laughs> I went to see this. I just found out this. Uh, like, I always forget that like these famous people that we watch on TV every week, like they're not doing doing this like just off the top of their head no. like this. Like, it's they they have writers and shit. And the one fucking comedian I saw last week, I found out he was a writer for Letterman for years. Who was that? Uh, his name was. Uh, all I know is his his Instagram. Is Paul has a website. <laughs> Oh, okay. I think I've seen that. Before. Paul Morrissey, I think his name is. Yeah, there's a lot of like meme makers who are writers for comedians too, which is kind of funny. I mean, I mean, it's like the dream, basically. People who make memes are most of the time like too pussy to go stand up and do jokes, but it's right. not. It's not necessarily the same type of humor. But yeah, there's a lot of like a lot of writers where I'm like, damn, that person had a lot of cool jobs that I never realized before. Right. Yeah, like we we this was going back a long time ago. We talked to Robert Wool. He was a writer for Rodney Dangerfield, and like Rodney Dangerfield, one of the most famous comics ever. Like you would never, th- I never thought that he would have a writer. Oh my god, you hear yeah. all the stories about how they work out material and pay the comedians to sit in the back, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but Dangerfield, at some point, man, you got to run out of material. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt to bring in a couple of your buddies right. to, to help you out a little bit, man. Yeah, because so he was good. like the king of the one-liners, right? It was all just yeah. ma- ma- mainly one-liners that he would do. So famous, too. and <laughs> He's just like so old the whole time he was famous. Yeah. Like he, w- he wasn't that famous when he was young, right? It took him nah, like a while. Ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those movies, movies. Oh, my God. My dad's, my dad and his buddies' like favorite movie was like, and they All I can remember is like my dad being like, Pooler Pond. Pond could be pond be good for you, you know, like doing the fucking the the candy bar scene in the pool and shit all the time. Danger feels so good. It's not so bad. It's not, it's so okay. Earlier, oh you God. mentioned uh, like famous vintage people. Like, there's like people like that they trust. Like, uh, we have American Pickers now. Like, everyone you know is familiar with that show. And then uh, maybe people aren't as familiar with this show. Uh, It was a Netflix show. And he's a friend of yours that you became friends with on uh, Instagram, I believe. uh, Slobby Robbie. Do you know? Do you know Slobby Robbie? You should get him on here. You should interview Slobby. 
We had yeah, I watched the show. I remember uh, it was Did called you? Slobby's World. It was on Netflix, right? Oh Ray, you poor thing. They took it off. You'll probably never be able to see it. I feel I'll find it. <laughs> you will turn it off in two seconds. It's so funny. Yeah, it's just like like uh, what was it like? Like you know, what's the store? The pawn, the pawn stars or whatever. It's like yeah, yeah. pawn stars are vintage. He's so funny, man. I was kind of mad at him though because I was like, it was two or three years ago, maybe longer now, I guess. But I was like, dude, you're telling like every fucking mom in every living room across across the country, because every scene would be like, paid three dollars for this and I'm gonna sell it for eight (laughs) hundred. It's like every scene, I'd be like, dude, chill the fuck out. (laughs) Well, it's the same thing they do on American Pickers. It's like they're Mm. screwing everyone that they fucking that watches the show. I mean, you could you could watch the show and be like, dude, you fucking only paid six dollars for this. Why should I give you seventy-five for it? There's so much content like that on YouTube and TikTok, like thrifting for and like like people who wear like to yard sales and shit. And a couple of my friends in this one group chat are like, you know, we do all this shit, but we we lean more to like the negative side of, of, of like making fun of all fucking nerds who are wearing wearing body cams to yard sales and like making con- content of it. It's like body cam picker man, you know. It's just funny they take it very seriously. Like, and you look at some of those YouTube videos, YouTube videos, and they have like million views. So, want to see well. it, but. People who do it, I can't. I can't imagine people, people who resell watching those videos in earnest and being like, "Yeah, you know, this is great. This is great content. I'm, I'm really happy. I saw this. Saw this. I'm really proud of that. I see that shit, and I'm like, fuck that guy." <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it, it would have seemed like uh, doing this shit would have been way easier before, like the internet, where you yeah. could hit, a, where you could hit a garage sale, and like you said, people didn't know what the fuck they even had. I mean, you still can, but rare, rare now, you know? Yeah. You got to find somebody living by themselves like that, that crazy Unabomber in a shed somewhere who <laughs> doesn't go on the internet. He's like just mailing <laughs> shit to people. That, that's You're like, Hey, what, what you got in that shed, buddy? So there's like a whole, a whole uh, like subculture of this. And, and it's like people who hunt like abandoned houses, you know, which mm-hmm. is, a lot of people do it for like YouTube and YouTube and shit, but there's a lot of people who are doing it just to, to find like shit we could resell. And they're like <laughs> risking their life going fucking bandos. <laughs> like these I have some friends in Florida, right? And Florida, it's like never fucking cold. So you never know like who's living in that shit. And they're just, they're just like junkied out, needles everywhere, climb around. He'll come up to like an shit all grown over and be like, Hello, hello, anyone, anyone home? Just looking for clothing and like walk in, you know, waiting for like a junkie, junkie zombie to like jump out and just do something. He'll put it on his story, and a bunch of people do do that and find a lot of good shit. But at what point are you trespassing, breaking, and entering? Playing? Right. You know, you have, you have to draw stealing? the line. It might look abandoned to you, just you, just their fucking <laughs> roof cave in, but. I'm sure somebody somewhere owns it, you know? So right. <laughs> technically they're probably happy that you're cleaning that shit out of their place before they, uh, try so, and try and flip it. Right. That was another, do you remember the flip that whole thing where everybody was going to flip houses a while back? Uh, that was TLC, TLC. Yeah. TLC. Yeah. We're, like, we're, everybody was like, dude, mm-hmm. I know what we can do. So we don't have to work. We'll flip houses. And I would say, do you know how fucking hard that is? 
Yes. Do you know like, plumbing and electrical and all that shit? Yeah, but before all that, like, let me see your credit score. Like, you're not <laughs> you're not houses weighty credit score. You know, you know, everyone thinks they whatever they see see people. It's not like that. You need money to do money to do shit. Right. <laughs> I wish I could uh, flip houses, but on the level where I don't do any of the work, obviously. <laughs> yeah, you just pay other people to do it. To do it, 20%. <laughs> That's why I don't, I don't fucking do it. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking work. All right, buddy, we're uh, we're coming towards the end of our hour here. I do have, I did get some fan questions for you. Oh, geez. Did you? Yeah, How many I, ask you, what's your average story views? Which are like on Instagram, story views. like when you post a story, don't pretend like you don't know. You know, yeah, I'm, I went psh, because it's oh. not much. Oh. <laughs> it's like sorry, less than fifty. <laughs> no, is it that bad? That's yeah. like, that's like, and when you when you have like a good day, what does it get up to? Like two, three hundred? Not even close, dude. Really? Please. It's never been Damn. that high, and, and we still... have like over, we have close to four thousand followers. God bless you. You, you know what? The, you know what the most liked post I've ever done on Instagram? Yes, I was going to go into this earlier when yeah. you when you guys were talking about this. It's this uh, ridiculous. It's just a random picture of that Milani chick from the the AT and T commercials with her tongue sticking out. <laughs> I have almost nine hundred likes on just that random picture, <laughs> and all it says is underneath it, I put, uh, "Here's Milani waiting to get some popcorn." That's it. That's it. That's great. Anything I put effort into and shit that I make and post gets four fucking likes. This thing's just a random picture of a girl with her tongue sticking out, and I get mm-hmm. almost nine hundred likes. Oh, they don't want to see something. See something you put effort in. It's, it's, no, it's, fuck no. Dude, and talk about effort, Ray. On his Instagram page, every single day, multiple yeah. posts of like happy birthdays. Uh, this. This, day this movie, history, this album, this, movie this came out, this shit. TV show came out, and like I've I've always wanted to ask you, how do you make those? Because it's like you. Oh, you I have a template. Picture. I have a template. Okay. I just have to drag the picture behind it, put the name on it, and boop, off it goes. I learned a long <laughs> time ago. If you custom make each one, you will lose your fucking mind. So you have to have templates. You got to drag and drop that shit. <laughs> and I, I custom can't tell make you. everything. Fuck Dude, that. some of the some of the memes get so intense where it's like, and I I don't have I don't have like any fancy I'd be making them on, I just do it on my sto- on my Instagram story mostly. So you're like oh. cutting pictures <laughs> out and then zooming them in and placing them. It, it can be so tedious, and then Dude, some how, some of the ones are worth it. But but how many times have you done? Because I've done that also, like where you're trying to get a name like where you tag somebody and you put their name over the picture and then you accidentally it (laughs) you accidentally (laughs) click the picture and the fucking name disappears (laughs) yeah like like copying people's shit when i see like a really funny something i know i can like spin it in a way i'll hey i'll just like my story you know with the little arrow and then i'll put my like shit over it and if you click it the wrong way it all goes away <laughs> it makes me so bad uh it's not worth it. it's not worth it but damn 50 story views i feel bad for you for you man you start paying them you got to give them three dollars a month or something i don't know some days when i when, when i'm in like i'm in like a good beef with someone like 
two, three, five thousand story story views. Nothing's Dude. going on. Right. It'll be I... like be like hundred maybe, and then they'll like make make it five hundred for a day. It's so weird. Hmm. All right, I, we're we're not ending this just yet. A few more <laughs> things just popped into my fucking head. So, speak. I, I have to get to my T-shirt, and then but this. Oh yeah, talking, yeah. Talking about the story views and Instagram and all this stuff. So, Ray, a few, I don't know how long ago, months ago, weeks ago, I get a notification that I've been added to a group chat on Instagram. Yeah. And it's by my friend Arsenio Hall or Turnpike James 1.2, one of the two. (laughs) And I was like, I messaged him back. What is this? He's like. 35 people just paid me five dollars to be in this group chat (laughs) dude that one that one that i got and that i got i think it was like being like 50 or 60 people paid dollars to be in it to to the end it was crazy but it was like the meme page like i'm not like the only arsenio hall i have like three friends and and we have a group chat and like the make the memes too but I don't take memes from anybody else. It's like you have to be part of the group, you know. So I saw these weed, these like weed meme guys, like the big major weed guys on Instagram who have like the biggest weed mages and they have like the best connection. They did this fuck this fucking group where they added me to it and there was and there was like 50 people in it. And I had no idea what was going on, but it was the coolest fucking thing like ever because it created the created like a brand like you how lame like, the instagram feed is you know you know i don't want to do this bullshit i don't want to see this bullshit shit that fucking chat that weed chat went on 24 hours a day for like for like a week and i was like i'm doing this. i'm doing this too that's too fucking cool cool it was crazy from all over the world over the world well all over the country most country most like some other people in there from all over the world like would be talking and you could go in there at any time of day and see like you know, so many people. So I'm like, yeah, let me do that. So I tried it and it was pretty cool. I should have added Ray too, too, but I didn't mess the time. You would have been like, fuck this, fuck this shit here. So many people left right away because they didn't know what was going on. It got so crazy. Like I muted it for a long time. You have you to. Had like, to. Yeah. It, get, it yeah. just gets, because it's constantly just people posting their stuff, like their the content that they want yeah. you to see. Oh my God. It was. <laughs> Yeah, like, but it was good guy. shit. It's so like mostly it's funny, funny shit. It was crazy. I got the idea. This dude, Hetty Clocks, he rocks. He runs like a mission Philly. He's like pretty good dude uh, at weed. He started that shit, and I was like, I gotta put my own spin on it. And then we just started doing like weird bits within the chat and adding in like famous people and shit. And then adding in like people like known adversaries and doing like crazy bits with it It was pretty fun i don't know what was your experience you said you muted it so i muted it for a while but like you know when i would check in on it it was fun and like the bits and stuff that you guys were doing with other people and at like you would add fucking like kanye or somebody like that like just random people on instagram like hoping that they would join in on the chat (laughs) people getting in vintage minor and then removing quick and i don't know i don't know know whatever happened but that's that casey has on is inspired by this guy yeah talk about, let's talk about grail city because i don't even know where like the, <laughs> i have well, to ask you well, i like I all the all of your memes i like everything i don't know what any of it means like i just you just a good supporter supporter you I, just, i'm like, just I, 
you know, you, I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. Love you too. I like your stuff, but I don't. Gen- I don't genuinely like it either. Now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Darbos. The fuck, whatever. Just, just like it. Casey's trying hard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Grail City. So what is this? And on the back of the shirt, it says staff. It's just, that's like, there's a person who named his apartment Grail, Grail City. He has so many vintage t-shirts in it. And he takes like pictures of himself in front and he holds up these signs and they'll be like, just because you spent a lot on an old t-shirt doesn't mean you know about fashion. So he like, so he's like naturally, truly someone. And my friends like to cyber cyber bully to the point where we made like merch copying, like (laughs) using the name of like his secret apartment stash of vintage, vintage (laughs) t-shirts in the beginning. uh, I don't know, two years ago or whatever, when we started making memes, he was like liking them and stuff. And, and, He's like a 4,000 follower account. He's not like a real person, but if you, if you scroll gram, you'll see him. Cause he like does this all the time, you know, pays or whatever. So everyone knows who he was. We started picking on him. And then as soon as we made like one joke about him, he blocked us. So it's like my mission for him to like get in, in on the joke, like wear one of those shirts, but never do it. He's like too proud. Kind of sucks. Like, I, don't, I don't want to be a bully in the way where I'm like mad at anyone. I just want to make funny, make fun of you, and then just like let like WWF, you know? You know? I'm don't, sure. Don't care. Yeah, it's all it's a work. It definitely is. I mean, I get a little worked up, but I'm pretty calm about it now. I don't really get in too many Instagram fights anymore. But I was following one of your fights uh, last week or a couple weeks ago. You were going back and forth with somebody about something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but that shit is entertaining because you just fucking school people. That's what I want. I don't want to like fight anyone for real. I just want to make them feel like shit on the internet so they know like who's funnier. You know, that's it. That's it. That's it. Now I have like a weird band of a bunch of assholes who actually think I'm funny and enable me. Me. This is terrible. No, it might be like. A hundred, a hundred ever, but those hundred people, hundred people, like enough to make me we want to make just because they're such assholes. You know, it's like you make a joke, and then all of a sudden you see someone's response to it, and they're it's like ten darker than the joke you were you were making, and you're like, hold it, <laughs> this is crazy. You know, you can go anywhere, anywhere with it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Grail City is like a, a just a little bit we do. The idea was to like take his take his entire thing and make it like a like a seek seek but real place. Like, like one of the dudes, one of the dudes made a fight a fucking actual location on Google Maps. Like made like a whole <laughs> fake town. Started like making these like fake businesses on like the local the local Google business shit. All for like this t- town of Grail of Grail City somewhere like somewhere in Kentucky or something I forget troll this guy like real hard but he's above it does anyone personally know him yeah he he, he's a he's a creep he like (laughs) tried to be be like a real bitch person he only started started in like 2019 or whatever yeah it was so, definitely, so yeah, i know it was after you yeah and there's like a gatekeeping aspect to vintage you know like people who started pandemic hate people who people who start around the pandemic because those fuckers ruined everything you know it's like right many more people now so he tried to like be out and he he's out there i have 
some friends who have actually been to his apartment, which is just no. crazy like, <laughs> to do trades and trades and stuff. The one guy was happening it for me and I'm, and I'm like, I'm going too far. <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll just take funny pictures of his third bedroom, like stacks of t-shirts, plushies and shit. I don't need like 3d render rendering. Like, this isn't ghost con. This is crazy. crazy. <laughs> some of these ads take it way too far. They're, they're like, hate people. And they think because I make, because I make jokes, I'm like their safe haven to, to like talk about wanting to murder people and i'm like yo like yo i don't i don't just because i'm making it because i'm making a joke about you to hate you right casey i make the i make a joke every time i see you a bunch of them so <laughs> I, I don't hate you but a lot of them yeah people <laughs> for a long people, many years it's weird people can't separate that they think they're like they're like oh he's such a and i'm like I'm not a hater I, because I I love it. I love it. I think it's serious. Like, I don't hate it at all. I, at all. I don't view you idiots. Give me all the content to make jokes, you know? <laughs> it's great, man. Keep it up. You're doing great. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle. Thanks, Uncle. <laughs> Casey, hey, Casey's just trying to be professional here like he treats all our guests. You know, he, oh, yeah. that's the same thing he said to like, you know, Oh no, Bo. I ever, ever he's like, Hey what? Bo, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Did you say that to Bo Spencer? No. <laughs> oh my God. I was just talking to Barbara no. about this the other day. Uh, <laughs> she was asking something about Ray and I said, Oh, it was something about your son. Mm. And I how old he was. And I said, <laughs> uh, during our interview with Bo that he gave him the finger. He did. <laughs> funny because like we his ray's son will occasionally pop into the screen and like see 10 oh pretty funny because age, age yeah. matters i know if he was like 23 coming in and giving yeah. him he was like he's four years old you know yeah that was yeah that was his new shtick that week Little like finger. he was he was really into knowing you know how to do it right and <laughs> that's funny yeah, yeah it's funny. <laughs> I don't remember where, where I was going with that, but um, we do have a couple fan questions here, and they're, they're pretty funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. That, that, I railed you because I wanted to know how many of my of my people they ask questions, which I can't imagine. Can't imagine. Three. There, exactly. <laughs> uh, Just edit that second, part out. <laughs> second, second, plant, second planet vintage. Uh, do you have any favorite sexy time moves? He probably asked all three questions, didn't he? <laughs> he's funny. He's one of my favorite people. I add, well, I added on group chat because he just because he just has he he has say he needs an outlet, right? So every time I open it, it's just all him. And nobody responds. I feel bad. <laughs> well, it's he a- also he also was- said Urban Dictionary hot dogs salad. You're welcome. <laughs> He told me he told me this told me this story about how he used to go over to his friend's house and secretly eat this candle, right? Like eat pieces of this candle. candle. <laughs> he said he ate like so much of the candle to the point where the friend's mom was like, "What the, what the fuck is with this candle?" Right? It was like the candle from their wedding day, like on the on their wedding day. And as a teenager, he would go over and eat it, just straight eat a stranger's stranger's candle. He's a funny fucking guy. What? Wait. He was eating wax. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> great story. He's a great storyteller. Oh my god! So All right. Funny. <laughs> that was uh, it. No this questions. isn't a, this isn't a question. <laughs> it's a comment from Taste of Paper. Maybe you have a uh, hopefully you have a fun story about them. Uh, no, they it just says, say uh, D's nuts. D's nuts. Yep. Yep. I knew it did. That's his bit. He responds to every single thing, <laughs> and it says uh, D's nuts, and he thinks it's funny. And if he likes it, whatever. I like it. It's I, great. I got a chuckle out of it. You All liked right. it? I always do. I'm desensitized um, to these nuts. <laughs> we have two from Slobby Robbie, and this is why I brought this up. Slobby okay. Robbie. Um, okay. Fat ch- <laughs> Wait, flat what? chicks or black bricks? I don't know what that means. Slobby is on a different fucking planet. I'm not answering that. I'm pleading <laughs> the slob fifth. I have no idea what that means. All right. But, well, yeah, yeah, there's no, no good Slobby. answer there. <laughs> no, there's not. One more from Slobby. Uh, do you consider yourself more of a hair guy or a beard guy? <laughs> oh my god, my god you know every day is different some days i'm like oh the humidity is great my hair is looking wonderful and then other days you, i don't i can't really see casey you have like a beard where it looks like you're trying ray you don't have any beard do you no nah, I, I, facial hair thing. itches the fuck out of my uh yeah my face. You got hair, though you got, i like yeah. your, i like your hair. yeah i got my hair back oh, damn that's a great question uh probably hair well, no, it's a pack- package deal. You can't really help, but it's a, it's now, a package now, deal. Now, quite honestly, before the show started, you did groom the beard, but not the hair. So I would have to lean towards you're more of a beard guy. God, God you got me. I guess there's a question for me. I, for me, I, I, I didn't even <laughs> that. And it was so subliminal. <laughs> I think because I wanted to see how it, I wanted to see how it looked on screen. Yeah. Couldn't tell. Sometimes it, it looks like it's all like pushed to one side, mm. you know. So it's very low light down here. It's just me and my Betty. <laughs> Are you in the basement? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have one more uh, question from my girlfriend Barbara. Um, she would like to know why are you covering your handsome face with all of that hair? <laughs> Very good point too. Um, it's like a social deterrent, basically. It's like uh, you know, I can't afford to finish the one side of the fence in my backyard, so I just grow the beard real long. long so it's like a, it's like a, you know, the prevents like people don't don't necessarily find my look inviting which is something i like <laughs> kind of going for <laughs> i've been married for so long i don't want to not be married i'm like not trying to look hot and <laughs> just <laughs> oh, um, i guess i should probably partner for her sake but but i kind of have a look going i'm a i'm a Sorry. I'm look <laughs> So you think that by shaving your beard that you would just immediately, like, women would just start flocking to you and you would have to divorce Jenna? No, I don't think that. Is that what it's, I said? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean that at all. That's funny, but it will it will happen. There's nothing about it. It's going to happen. When I shave, I bet you I could shave layers off, you know, because I kind of have, like, a well, I, not so much now. We're, like, 40-plus now. We don't really have baby yeah. face anymore. But, I mean, you look pretty good. You pretty much look adequate for your age, <laughs> 
<laughs> what? That's a great compliment. Right? I, he what? doesn't. He doesn't yeah. I, I think you look like you're about the average looking forty year old dude ever. Right? You're, you're not like there's nothing like you're not fat. You don't have, you're not ugly. You know, you're like a great slice of pizza. Slice of pizza. <laughs> How old are you, Ray? Ray? I'm fifty. Oh no shit! No yeah. shit. Does it get easier? Fuck no. <laughs> Just gets worse. We're right Dude, I was laughing so when I was editing our show from last night. Fucking, uh, I'll say this: Todd Sheets did not show up again last night. Zach, double and, uh, Todd Sheets, and he stood you up. Yeah, so uh, he rescheduled again. And you rescheduled it again. This yeah, is so, okay. So this is so this is a perfect opportunity <laughs> for you to request some some memorabilia for his appearance. It's like, it's like we put in two of our hours for you, Todd Sheets, and you haven't shown up. So shown up. So we're gonna require what the who is he? Is he an actor? Uh director. All right. So. He could send me a, a signed clown NATO poster. I'd be all in on that. Yeah. Clown Nate is that his fuck yeah his, he did that movie that's cool he did, um, he's done a bunch of cool movies <laughs> dude so but I was laughing so hard last night Ray this is this goes to something that you just said I don't remember exactly what it was but editing our episode last night that we recorded uh, <laughs> we were talking about how people look so different from like a generation ago, like people our age in the fifties looked a lot older than we do. <laughs> and I said to Ray, like, what do you think happened? And he goes, I think life just took him and beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> I don't think wrong. <laughs> That's not wrong. You know, so out of all of us, loaded. Casey, you look like you could seamlessly slide into the fifties. You mm-hmm. definitely look if you like, Trimmed it up, trimmed it up a little. Because I see what you wear when you wear when you town. You always got your got your Hager Dockers on or whatever the fuck kind of pants you're wearing. You got your little, you got your tucked in, tucked in button down t t shirt. So funny, hair is always done nice, and you're always fucking arm in arm with some random celebrity. It's funny. Yeah. It's called business casual. Ah. Oh my god! You handed them, handed them your deluxe edition. Do you have cards for the podcast? podcast I have. Uh, no, I have. It's so easy. Check this out. When you just like, um, when you just like here, tap my hack everything they have. People <laughs> say, "How can I listen? How can I find your podcast?" After I say I have a podcast, I all you have to do is scan my wallet. Oh, hmm. that's, oh, that's way. A, oh, that's a sticker. That's way yep. easier what I've been doing. I got a black marker and I write deluxeedition.com on their arm. <laughs> Don't wash it until next yeah. week. You're never going <laughs> to believe what Todd Sheets says. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, fuck. Advertising is the hardest part. Like, like yeah. how, I, you, have, you have pretty many YouTube subscribers. I saw you guys have, what, like 1,500 or something? That's yeah, almost like 2,000. We're creeping that, on 2,000. That's awesome. It's way more people than Instagram. Instagram will just like wasteland. It's like Pinterest for assholes, pretty much. <laughs> well, I heard somebody uh, was a comedian. I can't remember who it was. It might have been like Ari Shafir, or like one of those guys that like Tom or Bert's friends. They they said something like, "If you're if you're working for the algorithm, you're doing it wrong." Or you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> you're, 
You're like you're the like one of those fucking stupid Instagram real inspirational quotes with like three million likes likes you just did. <laughs> it's like that's exactly like what's wrong with Instagram. Yeah, this is so bad. But if, unless you ha- unless you you're gonna get no views, just, you know, there's no like uh then you might get lucky if you like use use a trending audio, you know, because you see those dumb ones where like a mom's like filming their kid doing nothing or whatever. And I don't know how much you're scrolling in Instagram, but it's weird to, to see like what they get a hundred thousand like likes. You know? But then you go to that person's page and they got fucking followers. Like it doesn't mean yeah. shit. <laughs> no one's gonna follow <laughs> you. They'll like it because it's easy, but they it's hard to engage with people unless yeah. you're beef. Or you'll go so to you gotta start beef. <laughs> or you'll go to one of those you'll go to one of those posts that have like a mil- that has like a million likes or whatever and then their other mm-hmm. posts don't have shit like Ray's Ray's post of yeah. the chick <laughs> waiting for popcorn yeah like 909 it's a drastic drop off yeah it's it's crazy it's like uh and then and then Instagram's nice enough to point out that everything else I do doesn't do as well Oh, you you have it set to creator, so so you can see all the ends and shit. Yeah, so they can belittle me on yeah. a monthly basis about so how my to- content toxic. sucks. Yeah, it's so toxic. I I I, I like it on and then I turn it off because when yeah. you don't have it on, you lose a lot of capability too. Like I mm-hmm. see if I turn it off, then my fucking views go in the views go in the shitholes. I'm not making a lot of money off it, but you know, at some point, it would be nice to be able to monetize joke writing in a way i just don't know mm-hmm. if that's the the of whatever i'm doing on doing on instagram or not open to it and you ain't fucking open to it unless you have it set to creator or whatever it sucks mm-hmm. 10k you have to have 10k to be able to monetize and do like go live and get people to buy badges and stuff on but, instagram. but yeah um and, and then i because on my personal page i have that have that because of our old shop page so it's like 10k, even though I don't know who the fuck those followers are. It's not like it's a real 10k. <laughs> I never remember anything. They're people, but I don't know who the hell they are. But they, they sent me a thing and like you can go live and monetize and do all the issues. You I met like the all the requirements plus the 10k followers, and I was like, you guys, you guys are such dickheads. <laughs> why isn't it 20k? Isn't it 5k? Yeah. Why, right. why isn't it 50k? Look, like, does 10k mean it's like set? got this idea my, my meme page has to get 10k even though it doesn't mean shit but it's the same with youtube i mean like yeah you know i had this argument so many times with my other host of the show prior to ray joining you know jumping on board who he, lord voldemort more yes he who he might be named named he was <laughs> always you know arguing with me about why we were putting so much effort into the youtube show and it's like well we're not making any money on the audio version, but YouTube yeah. has the potential to make money. Like you have to have yeah. the requirements for YouTube are 1000 subscribers and you need 4,000 hours of watch time. And like after our first interview with Mark, we hit that fucking number. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. we were there and like we've made money on YouTube now. We've we've made zero money on Spotify yeah. or iTunes or anything like that. So like, why wouldn't I put the effort into the YouTube channel? You know, YouTube strange, YouTube strange too. I see like like 
people making videos how they make money on YouTube. And then one girl was like, 9 million views and I made 30 bucks off this one. But I got 20 million views and I made 36 grand off this one. I'm like, how do you make 36 grand off a YouTube video? It's crazy. It's all because of the watch time. Like, the longer people watch. And the and yeah. if, if they'll let the ads, like the ads that um, will play during the video... Like the longer those ads play during your, like Man. while we're talking here, if I take a small break, YouTube might pop an ad in. And if someone doesn't skip that ad, the longer that ad plays, you get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Money we make. yeah. I mean, I know how it works. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's hard to get that. The conversion rate is not easy. Thanks it's for the detailed explanation. <laughs> Did you tell that? To, did you tell that to Ray? No. That's so funny. We were like talking on. I had him on with my friend, and we were using using this. And I'm like, "Oh, if I use this, clunk, 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 clunk." You know, in case he, in case he's like, he's like, "Do you guys like people take stuff, take stuff, and then they put it on Amazon and they sell it?" <laughs> we're like. My friend Matt was like, "That's called e-commerce." It was so funny. It was it was really like a deadly. It was it was funny. It was very funny. So uh, Zach, be there, Zach Turnpike uh, James, Arsenio Hall, whatever the fuck I'm supposed to be calling you right now. I don't care. Um, I mean, whatever. You, well, my name is my name is. My, I just don't know how to explain it. Explain it. You know, it's not, it's not like James isn't my, my name. You know. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like growing up, I never knew you as James, and then I'm like, I find out that your real name is James. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like I never had a choice. You know, my parents, my parents just act as my middle name, and then and then when you're like, you get to a point where you're like a professional, and you have to like explain your name like a fucking child. You know, I just got kind of sick of doing it, and then. I just made my Instagram page and Turnpike Zach is like the dumbest name ever. <laughs> Fuck, that's like so stupid. So I was like, whatever, Turnpike James now. And then I'll, what am I going to do? Every do every single person cuz on Instagram I was, I was like meeting like meeting and selling a lot of shit like all the time, you know, I'm trying to like be someone who did that for a living until I did. And then I'm going to be like, "Oh, by the way, my name is Zach." Like whatever. So I just, I just now everyone I know in re- real life, before in- Instagram calls me Zach, my my family family does wife does, but like everyone from Instagram past calls me James. So uh, I'm conflicted. I don't I don't know. Whatever. Still the same it's, person. It's fine, man. I use multiple names all the time. <laughs> right. Whatever personality I'm feeling. Right. Like. That's what it is. Right. Where did the turnpike come from? Oh my god. You're like recording music in one friend's basement, and then I and then I said about like I don't know, it was like a stupid line about being on a dirt bike or whatever. I was like something something dirt bike James, and then he was like, we were laughing, and he was like term turnpike James, and I was like, that's cool. And then I just, that was it. <laughs> I didn't give it give it myself, which is actually like because uh, before that, I think I had like dirt bike James on there, and then he was like. It should be Turnpike James, and I was like, "Thank God, someone gave me, someone gave me a nickname." <laughs> All right, tell us about. So, while we were getting started here, I asked you about your hateful eighth banner. Um, oh yeah, it was just like be... it was just super heavy for the for the hangers. Felt I was like, "Oh fuck, whatever." Sorry, sitting sure. over there. 
you're going to be starting a podcast very soon. Uh, as far as I know, you already have some uh, recorded. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what the, the hell is all this bullshit for. It's like <laughs> some days I don't know how you, how you guys went to it every week. Like some days, some days I'm this is the greatest thing ever. I'm so hyped, and then other days when I'm like, this is so so stupid. Why am I doing? So oh, that's uh that's typical podcasting. That's normal. <clears throat> like tw- yeah. like. Three yeah. hours ago, I was punching a fucking wall going, the last thing I want to do is sit in front of that fucking camera tonight. Oh, my God. I didn't really feel like it either, so I feel bad for you. Then, uh, I apologize. Casey broke you into this shit. But then, you know, all the crew is back there with the cameras. <laughs> let them down. People have and I can't let them eat. down. <laughs> These people have fa- people have fans. Yeah, I can't, let, I can't let little Jimmy go to bed without getting his fucking dinner. That's, oh that's not going to be on my conscience. So, so funny. Poor Ray. Ray's like used to talking to some celebrities like Edley <laughs> Jr. And then you got, you got him going two and a half hours deep with your boy and your boy. And hey, I, I told Casey because he keeps he keeps sending me messages. Do you want to interview this person? And I keep saying, yes, I'll interview a kid that you find on the street selling fucking shoes on the corner. Just cool. just schedule them. I don't yeah. care who it is. Find something to talk about. Yeah. I just want to talk to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> Just send me the schedule. Jesus Christ. Well, uh, brother, I think you should start a uh, podcast. You sent me a very good uh, little synopsis the other day uh, for a show. Oh, I already um, got bored about that. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> kind of. I don't know how it goes. It's like... <laughs> It would be great to have an intern. Let's turn. Let's just tell me about it. Good I luck. Know. I know. I know. I know. You'll, you'll probably fucking get one before I do. <laughs> Give us all your plugs, brother, where everyone can find you. Oh, please don't find me. But if you want to look at <laughs> memes that are niche, kind of vintage clothing and something and some other stuff, you are uh, Arsenio Hall on him. But it's. H A U L instead of H A L L. That's it. That's where you can find. Now you can find me on me on Deluxe Edition podcast, where hopefully you chop you chop this into like sequel minutes. I don't even want to. I don't even want to see what my what my egg head looks like on your fucking final edit. Your video, chapped as lips after two joints. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. All right, brother. I'll see you next week. All right, later. See you, buddy.